Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the 50 Shades of K podcast with host Elizabeth K, a podcast designed to empower, enlighten, and entertain with perspectives that most women are thinking, but not always saying. This is 50 Shades of K. It's fall, y'all. I can't help myself. It's just so fun to say that. But it is. We're back to pumpkin spice season, sweater weather. But are you looking at your closet and you're thinking, I don't even remember what to wear in fall? Jordan DeChambre is back and she can help. She is a style fashion expert. You probably know her best from social media. You have to follow her on Instagram. Vuve is in the heart. Such a great follow. Jordan, thank you for being back on Fifty Shades of K. Well, thank you for having me. We always have so much fun talking about fashion. So, yeah. It's fall. I'm excited. It is fall, but you also explain it so well, and you don't make it overwhelming. And you keep in mind that people here in Wisconsin, we are very budget conscious. So you're not going to break the bank with anything. You're talking about practical pieces and trends that people should have in their closet. And I want to talk first about the best word ever when you emailed me. (laughs) You said, let's talk about the shacket, which is a shirt jacket, everybody. Who doesn't love that? It's fashionable and it's comfy, you know, especially everything we've been through in the last year and a half. Coming off of COVID, I mean, we're still in COVID, but kind of coming off of um, how that changed the way that we thought about the way that we dress and the way that we kind of compose our closets, I think we were really looking for things that were cozy but chic at the same time. And that can be a tall order, right? Like yeah. that's that's not always easy to do. And, you know, in uh, last season, in walked the jacket, which is, you know, the idea of um, a jacket that's made in a softer material, something that feels heavier than like a flannel shirt. So you can wear it as a jacket, but still has that same kind of cozy factor. Um, so I was so happy to see so many stores carrying jackets again this year, not just because I purchased quite a few last year and I wanted to still be, you know, in style. Um, But also because I think it's just such a great versatile piece. And again, as you mentioned in your intro, something that is very inexpensive. I mean, you can get a shacket at H&M for like $25. Like this is not a break the bank purchase. Yeah, and it's something too, if you're going to buy it, it may not be in next season. So buy it now. Perhaps you don't want to spend a lot of money on it because it might just be good for right now. Exactly. And when you're thinking about these pieces, especially something like a shacket, something like denim, things that are versatile in in a lot of different ways, even if the shacket would have, let's say, transitioned out of style for this season, 
I can wear that to go hiking. I can wear that to go to a football game. Like there are certain things when it stops becoming kind of the star of the show in your closet, these versatile items transition into something new and you can make them work for a few more years. Which so is practical. That's something that I think about. And, and, that yes, is, that's, yes. and that's a really a, what a lot of us are about. It's like, okay, being practical. And when I see you on your Instagram, the way that yeah. you make these items so versatile is why you're just you're extremely talented at what you do because you just said like you can wear it hiking you. you could also wear it for coffee Saturday morning walking through the third ward I mean and you always make it look great right. but those are two different activities but you're wearing the same piece absolutely and it and it really just depends upon you know do you want it to be the star of the show or do you want it to be a supporting character oh because if okay <laughs> right like I mean and this isn't just for the jacket but this is really any of those trend pieces. When you first buy them and you're so excited about the trend and it's the hot new thing, you want to make that the star of the show. So, you know, if you're thinking of something like a shacket or you're thinking of something like a a leather trench, which is another great trend for this season, you know, right now I would pair that with something super simple, a great fitting pair of jeans, maybe just a bodysuit or a T-shirt underneath and really let that be the star. But then as you transition some of these things in your wardrobe, you can really start looking at them as being supporting characters. So if I'm really trying to show off a great pair of boots or something like that, you know, maybe I'm pairing it with something like a jacket, but I'm also keeping that all very neutral and letting the boots be the star of the show. So you just really have to think about what is it that I'm trying to showcase? Is it an overall look? Is it a specific piece? And then kind of roll with it as you're looking at your closet. I like that idea of the supporting roles and the star of the show because we've all been in those social situations where you have like Mm -hmm. three really, really excited people all trying to tell you the same story. And you like want to stop and say, whoa, like one of you needs to tell me what's going on because there's a lot happening here. Or when you do see certain TV shows and movies, when you reference it to actors and actresses. Too many things going on or too many cooks in the kitchen can be hard to process. And to think about that with style, that's a really helpful tool. That's a takeaway today that I've never heard you talk about before that I'm thinking about now when pairing items together. Do you want it to be the big necklace? Maybe you want it to be the necklace you're wearing so you have more of like a simple black dress but the necklace is the star of the show or maybe it is the earrings and it's a more simple necklace because you want the earrings to pop is that kind of what you're saying absolutely i mean here's the thing when we think about like do you remember the old like glamour magazine where there you would see like the black bar over the eyes and you're the fashion don't yes you know back back (laughs) in the day right when you think about those fashion don'ts or even what we consider to be like, you know, a, a poorly styled individual today, it usually comes down to the fact that they're trying too hard. Yeah, They're trying to make too many things work at one time, too many patterns, too many colors, too many star pieces. It's too much. So when I approach fashion, and we've talked about this before, I'm very minimalistic when it comes to fashion. Most of my closet is neutral. Most of it has to do with how well something fits. And then when I want to add something that's a little bit more of a star of the show, I have all these great kind of neutral pieces so that that piece can sing. 
So I think it's just really important when you're getting dressed, you know, the, the old idea of just taking one thing away definitely helps. But also, you know, am I trying to make too many colors work? Am I trying to make too many textures work? Are these things working together? Because you can absolutely combine colors. But again, I'm probably not going to wear fuchsia and lime green together, right? Yeah. Like, because what are you looking at? You know, let one thing be the thing that you want people to remember about your outfit. And I think that goes a long way if you struggle with, with kind of doing too many things at once. Yeah, that's a way to make it just easier to start start there. What is the one thing you want yeah. people to really take away? Is it a fun pattern? And then, you know, more of a simple, you know, bottom, whether it's just... A pair yep. of black leggings with a chunky sweater or something like that. Th- these are well, you always give us such great nuggets of information every time that that we talk to Jordan. I mean, honestly, you always Aww. are just full of them. I mean, you just mentioned a second ago making sure what you wear looks great on you. I learned that from you years ago. And my gosh, I'll walk into fitting rooms with 12 pieces and the attendant mm-hmm. when I walk out will say, how do we do? And I'm like, ah, none of it. And she's shocked. But right. it's only because, no, if I don't love it. If I don't love it, yep. I want to wear it instantly when I get home, pass. There will be something else. Absolutely. You have to love it. I have become friends with my UPS guy because he's always like, how are you constantly returning this much? Like, do you keep <laughs> anything? And I'm like, I do. I do. But I have. I usually have to order quite a few things, yeah. you know, and then I keep one or two. I'll order different sizes, especially when it comes to denim, because that can be all over the place, as every woman in the world knows. Yeah. Um, and really, what size are you, right? Because I'm anywhere between three sizes. And when you get to know a brand, well, how is this particular piece cut? Because I might be a completely different size, like Madewell jeans, for example, is one of my favorite jeans brands. I'll be anywhere between a 25 and a 28, depending on what the style is. I don't know. You really have to try things on. You have to be excited about it. And you have to take that piece and you need to make a little visit to your closet and make sure that it's going to play well with others. <laughs> got to make sure that this kid is not doing its own thing, right? It's got to be able to work with what's in your closet or no matter how much you love it, you're never going to wear it. Yeah, you don't want to have the island of misfit toys in your closet. And, exactly. And people listening may... Which I had my entire 20s. <laughs> well, and people listening may, may feel like that. It's like, well, then it's just taking up valuable mm-hmm. real estate. Instead, put something that in there that you is. are going to love. And when you talk about trying on different clothes and making it fun, mm-hmm. you are a fashion stylist. You are an expert. And Listen, there's an expert here saying she makes returns. Things don't always work yeah. out, and it's okay. It takes a little bit of work and a little bit of effort, but prepare yourself for that. If you're going to this, uh, there are times where I know I have comfy pants and shirt. I can slip on and off. I don't have a lot of jewelry, so when I'm yep. in the fitting room, wham, bam, try it on, try it off, move on to the next thing. Like It's a process if I'm really hunting for a piece, but I know it's right. going to take a little bit of time and sometimes maybe a little bit of sweat carrying the clothes and trying it on. But damn it, when I get the piece that I like, I love it and it's worth it. It's worth the time. It it is, you know, it's a marathon, not a sprint. You really, (laughs) you have to dedicate yourself when you're going shopping or even when you're shopping online because you work really hard for your money. Just because something happens to be $20 in a sale rack and you're like, oh, I might wear that once. Doesn't mean that you should actually buy it because you worked hard for that $20. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's, and that is the Wisconsin mindset. Absolutely. Like, you know, we tend to shop those sale racks 
But generally, I don't know about you, 90% of what I have ever tried to get off of a sale rack, I have returned or tried on and decided not to purchase because you do get kind of drawn in by the dazzle of the idea of something being, you know, oh my gosh, it's 70% off. Why wouldn't I get it? Well, you wouldn't get it because A, it goes with nothing in your closet. It fits you, but it doesn't fit you well. Right. And you might wear it once. And was that worth it? Don't be dazzled by the the, dis- the sale displays. Go for the things that you think that you're absolutely going to love and you won't regret it. Yeah. Good sale doesn't necessarily mean a good purchase. So we talked about the exactly. jacket, Jordan. We talked about the yeah. trench length leather jacket. What about the chunky sweaters? Because it is sweater weather now. It is sweater weather. So the really fun thing about sweaters this season is I feel like designers are back to really playing with proportion. So depending on what your body type is, you really can find a sweater that's going to work for you and showcase you in the best way possible. There's a lot of cropped sweaters happening this season in response to the fact that most of our denim right now is high waist. If you are someone who has a smaller waist, that is what you want to choose. You want to grab that cropped sweater and a pair of high-waisted jeans, and suddenly your body is not engulfed and hidden behind a chunky knit. Yeah. Now, if you're someone who's more, you know, who's taller, I mean, I'm, I'm jealous of tall people. I am short. Um, but if, if you are tall and you love the idea of, like, a great tunic sweater, fantastic. Pair that with a fun pair of leggings and some boots, and you're set to go. So we're seeing just designers really respond to the fact that people have different body types. And where it used to be a sweater purchase was like, oh, I'm kind of having a bloated day. I'm going to put a sweater on. Now we can use sweaters like we used to think of dresses or denim, where it really can showcase your body and your style. And I also think we're seeing that a lot with cardigans right now. Cardigans are not what they were even five years ago. You know, we're seeing really great sun sleeves fun buttons, like different ways of doing a cardigan and playing with proportion. So really think about that. Look at the denim that you have in your closet. Look at, you know, the leggings you have in your closet. And when you're purchasing your sweaters, think, what is this going to pair best with? And how am I going to make this work for me? Sweaters and necklaces. Go. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This could be a whole separate podcast. It could be a whole separate episode because there are times with sweaters. I see some people rock like turtlenecks and they do the the whole turtleneck and chain and it looks so good on them. And then I go home and I look and I'm like, this isn't working for me. Is there a rule of thumb when it comes to trying to put necklaces with sweaters? Honestly, there really isn't because everybody's neck and kind of shoulder and neck area is shaped a little bit differently. What works for me, because I'm smaller through my shoulder area, I need a a chunkier chain that I might pair with like a turtleneck sweater or a like turtleneck bodysuit. If I did something too small, it would just get lost. It really depends. You have to, it's trial and error. But generally, chunkier is better when it comes to the necklace itself. Not for everyone, again, but you you really need to try it. I appreciate your insight into that because that may be why some people it looks great. And then on me, I know not how to correct it, but I know when it's not working. Does that make sense? Like, I know when it's just not happening. I'm like, all right, this isn't happening today. Let's talk about denim because high-waisted jeans are definitely in. Boyfriend jeans are everywhere, which boyfriend jeans, yes. best to say, they're a little bit loose 
fitting, right? That's how you describe yep. them? Yep. Looser fit jeans. Yep. So are skinny jeans no more or should people just go with what they feel best in? I am a true believer in, in going with what you feel best in, what is going to make you your self-confidence soar. Everybody's different. My closet is comprised of probably five different types of jeans. I do tend to go more for the high waist just because it's where I feel more comfortable, but I also have high waist skinny jeans. And, you know, I also have kind of loose fit, more 90s style jeans as well. But again, most of my denim, aside from the skinnier denim, I'm pairing with bodysuits and pieces that are a little bit more tight fitting on top. So I want my denim, in contrast, to be a little bit more voluminous in a way. That's why the boyfriend jean comes in so well. But I'm also a huge fan of oversized blazers and a T-shirt and skinny denim because you don't want to lose yourself. Again, in jackets and sweaters, it's so easy to lose our shape. We want to make sure that we're really um, showcasing, you know, putting our best shape forward. I think there's a jean for everybody, and it's important not to just say, I have to wear boyfriend jeans because that's what's trendy right now. If that's not what works for you, if you're short-waisted and you're rounder through the butt and thigh area, a boyfriend jean might not work for you at all. Yeah. Again, trial and error. Find a brand that you really like. Try a couple different styles of jeans from that brand and go from there. But denim is huge this season, not only in jeans, but also in jackets and denim shirts and denim jumpsuits. So even if you're like one of those people that really struggles with jeans, so you tend to go more for skirts or leggings, you can always bring denim in in another way. Yeah, like a denim jacket. Mm-hmm. Exactly. For sure. I exactly. love. I have about four different shades of denim jackets, and I love them all because you can dress them up, yeah. you can dress them down, you can wear them through so many different seasons. I'm a sucker for that. And when you talk about you don't want to lose your shape and kind of the opposites attract, that's a theme you've yeah. talked about a lot with fashion, like pairing leather and lace, for example, like how that can yep. work together in fashion. Absolutely. I mean, even when I think about how I dress for work or dress kind of on a daily basis. You know, if I have on like my Doc Martens, for example, I'm probably going to have something on top that's a little bit more, I wouldn't say sexy, but a little bit more sophisticated because the Doc Martens give such a grunge vibe that I want to balance that with something else. So I don't feel like I'm, you know, trying to like play Winona Ryder from the 90s. Like, you know (laughs) what I mean? You you don't, you never want to cross over into costume and go that far. Whereas if I'm wearing a pair of, you know, boyfriend jeans and a t-shirt and an oversized blazer, I might wear just like a killer pair of stiletto booties with that. So I don't feel like I look messy or sloppy in some way. I love tennis shoes with dresses. Oh my gosh. Yes. So many different ways you can do it. Right. Jordan, they're everywhere now. I I have a pair of white tennis shoes that I absolutely love because that's also something you can dress up and dress down. And the way it can work with outfits, you mentioned dresses. You really can do a lot with a pair of white tennis shoes. Yes, you absolutely can. When we're talking about how one piece can be versatile in a couple different ways, you know, the white sneaker is the absolute definition of that. Yeah. You know, being able to throw it on with one of the really cute smock dresses for fall with maybe a a denim jacket or a leather jacket on top or putting on a great pair of leggings and, you know, a cropped sweatshirt and a baseball cap with the sneakers and you look chic as well. But you're doing it in a completely different way. Yeah, you are. Well, now that we're down to feet, we're kind of working down the body. Yeah. What else do you suggest for fall fashion when it comes to footwear? 
Yeah. So right now, I think you know this about me. I am a boot person. I adore boots, mainly because I can buy them at any heel height and cushion them where people can't tell how much cushion I have in my boots. Are you serious? Um, but I, I mean, that's, that's such a great trick. Like a stiletto booty can be so comfortable because, you know, you can have like a Dr. Scholl's pad on the bottom and nobody knows. <laughs> but there, there's so many fun boots for fall. I'm a huge fan of the lug sole. Uh, again, I spend a lot of time walking. I'm not a person who goes like to a garage and then to work and home like I walk everywhere so the idea of a lug sole something a little bit more rugged is really good for me just like I love a hiking boot and and lug soles and hiking boots are again something that are uh, very big for fall and will continue to be for seasons but then when I look at boots for you know going to brunch or maybe happy hour I think this season we're really seeing that kind of mid calf style of like a slouchy suede boot if that makes sense yeah i know it's kind of hard to like describe but i feel like that's been out for a couple seasons so people know what i'm talking about that's a great boot to buy in like a camel or a taupe because that it's such a great neutral that then you can pair it with anything else that you have in your wardrobe and it kind of just gives this fun you know this fun edge to it that again is a little reminiscent of the 90s but most of what we're seeing this season is, but really fun and cool. And then I adore a sock booty with denim. I think there's something about a sock booty. It's very sleek and it's really good too for people who have larger feet because there's not a lot of extra fabric or leather on it. So you're really just seeing your foot itself. So whereas other boots, you know, you're building in inches all the way around your foot if you if you have a larger foot, this is just showing the foot itself. So it, it definitely helps with that proportion. Well, and where we live too, it can, it can get so cold, and we can even get snow in fall. So to have yeah. to have good footwear that's also practical, looks good, but is going to keep you warm, I think is is, yeah. a, is really important for where we live. And just I'm literally tapping in the computer while you're mentioning all of these shoes and boots. I'm looking them all yeah. up, but there's so many options here that you can wear with leggings or denim that are going to look great. But yeah. like I said, keep you kind of toasty. And like you mentioned, you could have your little comfy little inserts in there too, so your your feet are comfortable yep. when you're walking around as well. Exactly. I mean, I think if we've transitioned in any way post the kind of onset of COVID, when we really went to this cozy idea of dressing, it's that we really don't want to be uncomfortable anymore. No. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I just, I have, maybe it's because I'm in my mid-40s now, I don't know, but I just have no time for being uncomfortable. I want to feel good. I mean, even Summerfest this year, this is the first time I wore sneakers to Summerfest every day that I was there. And I was so happy. <laughs> I wasn't, you know, like I had no toes being crushed. I wasn't like, but yet I felt like I looked good. And I think that that is kind of this evolution of fashion that we're seeing. How you can be comfortable, still look good, still look chic, still feel really great w- about what you're wearing. But at the same time, feeling good on a comfort level. Yeah, so I when, agree with when you. you. Think about fall fashion. That's that's kind of where it's at. I agree with you, Jordan. And before we wrap up, I always like to ask yeah. you, whose fashion are you loving right now? Is there somebody that you're following on mm. Instagram? Is there a celebrity that you're looking at lately and you're just like, oh my gosh, they've got it going on? Who is it for you? Yeah. Because people look to you yeah. as such an inspiration. Who inspires you? When I'm working in the morning, I generally have like Good Morning America on and then that leads into Kelly and Ryan. And I really think Kelly Ripa kills it. Yeah. Like she, her stylist. She yeah. Great. 
all the time. Yeah. Like that's somebody where like, I'll be like walking past the TV and I'm like, Oh, okay. I like that. Like, so well, and talk that about be, someone that, something. that isn't, doesn't appear to be trying too hard either. Right. It all right. seems very, I mean, that, very natural on what she's wearing. Like, I, I can agree with you on that. Yeah. And I understand it's daytime television. It's very different than nighttime yep. television. They're not trying to be so in your yep. face. But what she has on exactly. looks great on her. She looks comfortable. And I could agree with you. Yep. She does. She looks fabulous. Well, Jordan, Yay. always a pleasure to talk <laughs> with you. Jordan DeChambre here to elevate your personal and brand experience when it comes to events public relations, social media, brand consulting. I know you do closet consultations as well. You're extremely approachable. You care about every single person you work with. You want people to look and feel their best, and it shows. And your Instagram, Vuv is in the heart. Can you spell it for everybody? V-E-U-V-E is in the heart. (laughs) Vuv is in the heart. Boob is in Jordan's heart, and we'll link it up at 991themix.com. Let's chat in winter about winter fashion. Promise? Let's do it. Absolutely. Thanks so much. This has been the 50 Shades of K podcast with host Elizabeth K. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 